Hello and welcome to the Tony Daily with me, Tony Kent. It is the podcast that invites you to come find yourself so you can listen to this and say, oh, thank God for that. It's not just me. And I can speak to you and say, no, it's not just you. It is also me. Um, Sticking plasters and calming down. That's what I'm going to talk to you about today. I'm also looking at my knees. <laughs> when you get to nearly 50, your knees do weird things. Um, and I reckon if you are or have been a runner, that also does things to your knees. But I haven't run for a bit because um, ankle, spoken about that before. But also my left knee's been a bit twingy, which will be connected to, well, your knee bones connected to your shin bone, shin bones connected to your ankle bone. And when you knacker your ankle, as I did, I think it was January this year, maybe it was last year. Um, yeah, it does refer problems all the way up. Feels a bit crunchy in there. So um, I haven't been running for a bit, for a couple of weeks. And I felt like I wanted to run today. So let's bring this into some kind of context um took my daughter and her friend today dropped them off at the festival they're going to oh blimey and um it's family friendly so it'd be all right they will have an amazing time they're camping and um I know that going to a festival in the summer has become some kind of GCSE rite of passage as it never was back in my day because there were festivals but we didn't have the money to go to them I don't think and it wasn't a thing and certainly I neither owned nor could afford nor had the aptitude to erect a tent when I was that age um but we definitely did the, you know, going wild in the summer. That definitely happened. But it was more about going to Bournemouth and hang out, <laughs> hanging out with people, doing things you shouldn't be doing. Um, so I have over the past, or well, we have, me and my husband, over the past few months, you know, since our daughter turned 16, you kind of build up to these things, prepare for these things. Um, well, that was certainly our plan and intention because you have your teenager saying, I want to do these things. And you're like, hmm, okay, well, how can we make this possible without freaking out, without laying down the law, without creating an argument? Um, how can we create the opportunity for the things that our young people want to do without World War Three happening. So in preparation for festival attendance, what did we do? Well, as you'll know, if you're a regular listener to the podcast, there was an, an, accomp an accompanied trip to Wembley to sit right at the back uh, and watch Sam Fender. At which point, daughter says, I have witnessed a mosh pit and I want to get involved. So there followed an accompanied trip where she and I went to see Block Party 
at Bristol, got in the mosh pit. I reckon, as it stands in terms of my parenting moments, it's top three. It's it's a top three moment. Um, yeah, just being able to be there with her, watch that, take part in it together. Loved it. So did that. So that she can take care of herself in a mosh pit. Um, and then there followed a dropping off. <laughs> I mean, the lengths you go to. So then there was a dropping off at a gig in London um, where she managed to get right at the front for Billie Eilish with one of her friends. Kudos to her. Uh, that was at Wembley. And then the dropping off at the all-day Sam Fender Festival, Finsbury Park, and driving them home. I mean, lucky, hey? You know, but I guess if you've got the means and the time to do these things, then that's what you do, isn't it? So it means that going to the festival and fair, fair play, fair play to the child, um, you know, we did beavers and cubs and a little bit of scouts. So, and we did camping as a family when the kids were small. Um, but she and her friend practiced putting the tent up, you know. So they've gone with everything that they need to have shelter and hydration and warmth over the course of a weekend. Um, so where do we go with this? Oh, yeah. In the car with the girls. And I've said to them, it has felt like, to an extent, the ripping off of a stick in plaster. Um, because they get to 16 and they're like, go, go, go. We want to go, 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 go. And um, as much as we have put in lots of work over the years, as I said yesterday and in previous episodes, you build up to this, they don't suddenly become, and there is that language that we use, isn't it? Oh my God, they're suddenly a teenager. Oh my God, where did those years go? But being rational, or you know, about, about it, been building up to this for 16 years. It hasn't just happened, but the experience over the summer has felt like a stick and plaster off. There they go. Been like um <laughs> like one of those little um toys where you wind it up and then let it go. <sighs> and then I looked at my wallpaper on my laptop and uh, I haven't coated my laptop in wallpaper like you would an exercise book, uh, which still happens. I'm sure you will be pleased to know when the kids are at uh, primary school, they were allowed to. I think they had like a, a special book or a, a, a book that was for them to record things in about home and they would cover them in wrapping paper or wallpaper. So this screen wallpaper, the, the background, the background on the screen of my laptop is of my 16 year old as a um, oh, she was like three, maybe or four and really lucky that at the end of our garden there is field and you used to get cows in the field and there's just like the the 
oh, it's just made me think there's the, the uh, a view of the back of her um, offering a cow that's looking over the fence um, a sponge. <laughs> She's got to wash its face. One of those quite thin cellular sponges. Um, so, yeah, there's that picture on my laptop. And then I took a picture today on my phone of her, the back of her and her friend walking off onto a field that the other parents said looked like sand because it's been bleached, bleached uh, yellow by the sun that we've had over the past week. And there's just the back view of her walking away off on her adventure. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. So I came back from that and um, I was very excited for like driving onto the festival site because, you know, I love music um, and I love leaping about. I don't love camping, um, but yeah, I was like, oh, I'm so excited for you. And I think they were a little bit like, oh, we've got to put a tent up, find somewhere to camp. We've never done this before, but they'll be great. And, and she did call to say, yeah, we've put the tent up um, really well and we've got a great spot and we're going to have fun. I did say, be safe. <laughs> be safe. Uh, be good. Uh, be alert. <laughs> they'll do what they uh what they want won't they um so yeah I came back from that and I think I was quite keyed up and after I'd spoken yesterday about you know recognizing when you feel like that and my intention was because I'd seen a neighbor running this morning when I was walking one of the dogs and I thought mm. and I saw a friend running too I thought oh it's quite nice weather for a run it's nice and cool and I got back and I said to my husband, I'm going to go for a run. Uh, and then I realized I couldn't go for a run because my PE kit was hanging up on the line to dry. And I thought, hmm, I felt like I had some excess energy to get rid of. And I have read, actually, that if you are feeling keyed up, um, full of nervous energy, going for a run is not necessarily the best thing to do because if your nervous system has been activated then running could send a further signal that there is danger it's quite interesting when you think about it you're like oh yeah yeah maybe there's something in that so I decided instead you're going to be so bored of this I decided instead to do a <laughs> oh it's a like such a tosser or maybe I don't maybe I just sound like somebody who's getting something out of yoga I did a 35 minute root chakra yoga it was very good um and and I must say whenever I talk about doing yoga it is always always via a YouTube video and it'll either be yoga with Adrian or yoga with Cassandra this was yoga with Cassandra and um, it was really good. A little bit of crying, not in a like, oh, my God, but just a little bit of emotional release. So I found it very helpful. So I expended the nervous energy that I had. I did some good breathing. I did some good exercise. And I came away feeling a bit like, yeah a bit more clear-headed um 
So that was that. So ripping off the sticking plaster and finding a little bit of release for some nervous energy. So it was good. Um, husband and son have gone out to get a takeaway from the ends, <laughs> as my son called it. It's hilarious. Um, there's, you know, always been when I was growing up, it was hip hop culture. Um, people were dressing like they lived in LA, like they lived in the hood um, and using language that was not really language from uh, working class council state, really. No, but it was like um, uh, youth culture language, I suppose. So now they're all on about, yeah, I'm from the ends. You are not from the ends. You are a boy from a village in a tech fleece. But you got to allow them to experiment with these things, haven't you? Whilst also uh, being clear about things like cultural appropriation. Um, but I don't think it's that. I think this is about kids that are really into music um, <laughs> and uh, are taking their heroes from um they're taking their their kind of lead and from you know grime artists and and rap music and who am i to frown about that because i absolutely did it myself um what do i hope for you i hope that if you've got a young person spreading their wings that you aren't freaking out too much about it and that you know that you're not on your own you are absolutely not on your own I'm going to put a link to that root chakra yoga in the show notes I am going to do it um and uh, yeah let me know what you think of this episode I'm sort of keen to explore some of this um with you happy to share within reason and uh, I will be back with you tomorrow <laughs>